and I'll work it out for your good. Amen. Amen. We want to turn your, turn your Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. Like I said earlier, you pay a price for the anointing. Sometimes you don't even know strange stuff be happening to you. Sometimes I go through strange stuff. I don't like, what in the world? And then when I do be doing God's will, I see why. The devil, he'll try to get you sometime before you do anything for the Lord. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. It says, therefore, if, and I'll keep that word as if. Everybody say if. if. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, and that's a male, that's a man or a woman. There's no female male in God. He looks at us as one. Amen. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God, who have reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and have given unto us the ministry of reconciliation. I'm going to ask you also to turn to Philippians. Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3, chapter 3 and verse 13 and 14. It says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward, I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Our last scripture is found in Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 2. When you have that, would you say amen? amen. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 2. Okay. And it says, Wherefore seeing we are also, well, I'm going to read to the, the second verse. Hebrews chapter 12 and Verse 2, I was reading the first verse. We're going to read this, talking the second verse. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. Be seated in the presence of the Lord. We want to talk about today, amen. A new year. This is 2021. And you should say, Lord, I want a new me. Amen. I heard a couple of amens. I'll say it again. A new year. A new me. And that's personally for you. That's what you should be looking at. Not new, nothing else with nobody else, but me. A new me. Amen. Every year, God expects us to get better and better and more into him every year. Every day, really. Not just every year. And we don't walk around making New Year's resolutions. I never, really hard, never do that because most time, the stuff you say you're gonna do, you are, you are not gonna do it. Just mm -hmm. like people saying claims and plants about diets and stuff. They just tell people stop saying you on diet. This is gonna do because the more when people say they don't die, they eat more than they ever did. <laughs> they do the opposite. It's best let's not say it. Because right. devil gonna make sure you see everything you want to eat then. Amen. And you done already put it out there on the highway. I'm this, I'm that. Just keep your mouth closed. Just say, Lord, help me. 
Say refrigerator or whatever. Lord, help me like I have to do. Lord, help me. Don't do this. Don't do that. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. New year and a new me. Amen. The Bible said, therefore, if any man or woman be in Christ, he is a new creature. Amen. And all things are passed away. And behold, all things are of God and become new. All things, behold, all things are, are, are become new. Amen. Amen. And so, if we are born again of the water and of the spirit, you are changing into a new creation. Amen. A new creation. You have the same face. You, you look the same on the outside, but your spirit is supposed to be changing when you're born again. Amen. It said, therefore, if any man be in Christ... Now, if you're not in Christ, you're not going to change. There's no transformation that's going to be made if you're not in Christ. But when you come in Christ, things happen. I ain't talking about just coming to build. I'm talking about coming your soul and giving your will to God. I surrender all to God. When you say with your heart and mind, I surrender all to God. I surrender to you, Lord. I'm not just lifting up my hand. I'm not just coming to church. But in my heart, Lord, I'm, I'm giving you everything that I am. I'm giving to you to everything that I'm not. If any man be in Christ, when we step that, step that place in Christ and we coming out of our ways and we come into his way, the Bible says if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature, a new creation. In other words, God is making you all new again. Amen. And, it's, and only, he's the only one can do that. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. And behold, all things are become new. I have a problem with people saying, I'm born again and I'm of Christ and I'm of God. But they're still doing the thing, same thing they was doing before. They're still smoking. They're still drinking. They're still uh, 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 committing adultery. They're still fornicating. They're still doing some of everything. And they're saying they're of God. God don't do that. He said, if you want a husband or wife, be married to one man or one woman. Amen. No adultery, no fornication. All that is not of God. You're not a new creature when you continue to do those things. Amen. All things pass away. Behold, all things become new. God's going to have you living by the book. And the only way you're going to be living, living by the book, you have to have the spirit of God. You can't live this type of life without the Holy Ghost. You cannot live it and try to make yourself do a bunch of rules and regulations. The spirit has to be born on the inside of you to work through you to help you to live that type of life. As you never attained it. That's why I encourage people to get the Holy Ghost because you can't live this life on the outside. You can't look at it and say, I, I'm going to do it like they do it over here. I'm doing it. it will not work. You'll fail every time. You need the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues as the spirit of God gives utterance. He's the one that utters me. He prompts you to speak in tongues. You don't make yourself speak in tongues. He prompts through you through you to speak in tongues. Somebody ought to give God a praise. It said, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Behold, old things pass away. That means the things, the wrong things, doing things that we normally do before we come to Christ, you see them start dropping off. You see them start going and passing away. They're going, they'll be in your past. They won't be part of the future. They'll be dropping off. See this dropping off. See that dropping off. You be change. You see yourself changing. See yourself changing, and for the better. Then, Amen. That's a good thing. And it says, 
all behold, all things are become new. That means they're in, they're, this is going to drop off. Then you're going to be different over here. That's going to drop off. You're going to be different over there. That gonna, the more you keep coming close to God, the more you keep coming to God's stuff, that's going to drop off. Somebody give God a praise. Glory to God. People have the same ways to do the same thing because they're not truly born again. When you're born again of the water and spirit, you're going to see changes in your life. Nobody has to call you out and say you're saved or not. You know if you save yourself. Most people know if they save or not. They know they save or not. They know it. Glory to God. Even probably a drunk would tell you. Somebody out of their right mind, they know they ain't right. Amen. Because if they're doing bad things, doing the wrong thing, they know that's not of God. Glory to God. Somebody give God a praise. And verse 18 saying, all things are of God. That means when you're born again, you're going to start having the mind of Christ. You're going to start thinking the way God will have you to think. You're gonna, he's going to put things in your heart that you never really thought of. And you're going to say, oh, that makes sense. He's going to give you a better life. Somebody, I'm not going to tell you you're going to have no problem. We all have problems. But it's something about when God's in your life, he help you with your problems if you let him. Amen. See, we as Christians, we give God some of our problems. That's why we're so stressed out because we give God what we want to give him. And you know, God is a gentleman, so he's not going to take and make you do nothing. He's not going to take your problem and say, I'm taking every problem away from him. No, he's not. He's just going to take what you give him. Amen. Something, some, it's like a, a, a room, a house with rooms in it. It's like, you're free to go in this room, Lord. Lord, come on in my living room. Lord, come on in this room. What about the bedroom? What about the, uh, them other rooms in the house? You don't want him up in that. So that's why you got hangups. And you got more pressure. Because you need to let him go through your whole house, so to speak. Your whole spiritual house. No room should be off limits from the Holy Ghost. In your soul. Amen. Glory to God. Somebody give God a praise. And say all things are of God who have reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. God, amen, has reconciled us through the, his son, Jesus. In other words, he has brought us back and restored us back from the fall, way back a while of the fall of sin of Adam and Eve. He restored us, amen, back to him, himself. Amen. He restored us and he's given us the same ministry of reconciliation. We have the, the, the ministry, those that's trying to live right and walk right before God, you have that same ministry in you to reach the lost. Like the sister said, she said, I, I've been witnessing and I've been surely enjoying it too. And it's a blessing. You did, that's what we, we suppose that we have purpose. We're not just come to warm uh, chairs in the church and sit there and look at the pastor to do everything. And I, I'm, I'm going to be doing everything. You know, you don't know which way God will switch me over. To, I'm, I'm not going to sit there and wear myself out. I don't do that. Anything you do too long, get, you get bored and tired with it. God switch it up for you. Amen. Don't look at me to sing you five hours. I ain't got strength to sing you no five hours. I'm, I, he tell me to sing the gospel. No, he tell me to preach the gospel. He's let me sing because I like to sing sometimes. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. Amen. But he give me wisdom. If you do all the singing, you don't have enough strength to, strength to preach. And people look, they get used to that. They get happy with that. They get small with that. They get unsmall. Somebody give God a praise. I'm almost 65 years old. I would be. Amen. Lord God give me strength. I'm going to use it the right way. Glory to God. I'm not going to talk to people uh, 10 times, tell you the same thing 50 times. Glory to God. You're going to get it or you're not going to get it. Somebody give God the praise. 
Amen. Glory to God. You got somebody, amen. They get the younger, they got the, they have time to talk to y'all like that. You get old people, God gonna have people, amen, stand up talking to you over the same thing 50 years. Amen. You should have got it the first 10 or less. Somebody give God a praise. I was telling like it is, amen. Glory to God back then. Oh, people, I was looking at this and there's some great men of God. I said, Lord, I, woo, I wish they were still here. I've been in, really enjoying some things I've been listening to. And I said, I looked and see when they passed some of them past they sixty. I said, that's kind of young. Them past, I said, probably, the folks probably wore them out. I'm like, I'm smart. I ain't let anybody wear me out. Amen. amen. If I can, glory to God, if, I, if I'm barely kind of getting around here myself, I sure ain't going to have, have a truckload of your stuff on my back. Amen. Unless you're going to do something, but you're going to go take it to the dump and dump it off of you. But if you want to keep it on you, you ain't going to have me on your trail like that. Because I dump mine off. I take and dump mine off. I don't walk with all that stuff on me. I, I, I take stuff to God right away. I don't wait five days to go to God until I'm broke down. If I did, I wouldn't be able to come for you. Because I'd be too broke down. Or I'd be up there like this, trying to do something. Amen. You got to take stuff as fast as it come, dump it off of you. Somebody give God a praise? And it's as simple as that. You go to God in prayer. You want to carry five days? You want to carry just a minute? The longer you carry, the more depression you're going to have. The longer you carry, the more discouraging you're going to have. Something not right, it don't look right, you better dump that right away. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. He gave us that privilege. To cast all of our cares. He didn't say how big it, your care would be. A care is a concern. A care is something I'm worried about. I have anxiety about it. I'm overworked about it. I'm overwhelmed about it. He said cast that to the Lord. And when you cast something, you don't do it like this. Lord, here's my problem. And then as soon as you get to tell me, you pick it right back up. You throw that thing down there and you leave it there. And the devil said, it's not going to change. You got to rebuke the devil and cry to the Lord. The Bible said, if any, amen, be afflicted, let them pray. And you don't have to be physically just ill. You can be mentally disturbed, emotionally disturbed. You pray to the Lord. He said, if you be afflicted, he didn't tell you to call nobody. He didn't tell you to test nobody. He didn't tell you to moan, groan. He said, let them pray. Amen. You be afflicted. He said, if any being sick. Call for the elders of the church and let them pray over them, anoint them with all, but you need to learn how to pray for yourself. You might not be able to get a hold of nobody at different times of night. Lay your hands upon yourself and pray for yourself. Somebody give God a praise. Handala Baha'i. I'm giving somebody giving God to somebody giving him a high five in here. Somebody give him a praise. That's what everybody need to do. Come on, give him a praise in here. Come on, clap your hands. Glory to God. When you're really getting something, amen, you're thanking God, praising him for it. Amen. It's like fresh water, food for your soul. The Bible said man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. You can't live off a of natural substance, off of pancake sausages and all that kind of stuff. All the food you eat, you're going to survive off that. You're going to have to have some the word of God in your soul to get your mental area together. That's just going to get your physical area together. Glory to God. It's going to be healthy or unhealthy, the things you eat in the natural. But you need your mental area work. Because if this ain't working right here, all this is not going to work down there. Somebody give God a praise. You got to keep your mind right. You got to keep your heart on the line. You can't go around here like you crazy in your mind. You got to keep your head on straight. So you got to be hearing some things that's going to keep your head on straight. Somebody give God a praise. You all cloudy up in here. You all messed up in here, honey. You're going to be twisted all down here, too. Get this straight. Keep it straight. Somebody give God a praise. Yeah, thank you. 
Hallelujah. I heard somebody tell me why I used to be out the community. They said, I tell you, shoot it from the hip. They said, you, I said, you, I said, well, I don't know. If they, they said, you just tell it like it is. Well, you can't help people if you tell them a bunch of lies. Amen. You know, if I'm having trouble, I want to know how to get out and through this trouble. Yeah. I need some comfort, comfort from the Holy Ghost. Yeah. I don't need to go lay on nobody's couch or none of that stuff. I need counsel, counseling from the Holy Ghost. I need wise counseling. Because that other counseling, you still won't be crazy. Because the people that's counseling you, they ain't got it together. Somebody ought to give God a praise. If somebody tell you, thus say the Lord, and you know the spirit of God's upon them, you can bank upon what God says. It's not their words, it's God's word. If that's going to be sufficient for you, some of us run to everybody else. What you think, what you think, how you, and they can't help you, and they might have threw some of their mess off on you. You don't need that mess. Be around people, amen, there's in and out stuff, and glory to God, you trying to uh, transfer back and forth things with them and trying to interact with them and what you think and all that, y'all all, all going to be crazy. Because you can't help one another. Somebody give God the praise. Amen. Somebody give God the praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. If any man be in Christ, it's a new creation. Behold, all things, old things pass away. Behold, all things become new and all things are of God. And it says in the book of Philippians, it says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, or I count not myself to, to, uh, to grasp everything or to understand or to comprehend or know it all. I don't have all the answers is what he's saying. I don't know everything. It's like, I, I, brother, I count not myself to have already attained everything. It said, but this one thing I do is I don't know about all, amen, everything, but this is one thing he said I'm going to do. He said, one thing I do, he said, if I'm forgetting, he didn't say I forgot. It means keep on, he said, forget ting. With T-T-I-N-G. That means constantly. Keep forgetting those things behind. Purposely. I'm throwing that in there. Purposely. Because you can say, I forgot about it. I, I forgot about it. And next minute, pick it up. On purpose. Every time it comes to you, I don't want it. That means I'm throwing it out on purpose. The way I used to be, I don't want it. So when the devil tries to throw it back in my face, I don't want it. And I'm throwing it back on purpose. I'm forgetting on purpose. Amen. He said, forgetting, brother, I count not myself to have apprehended or have already obtained, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. In other words, wherever God delivered me from, whatever I used to be, whatever I used to do, I left that back there. I'm not desiring the same things that I used to. I'm not going to uh, go and try to pick up what I used to be, what I used to do. Amen. If I used to look like a hoochie mama, I'm not trying to look like one now. I'm trying to go to, to Jesus. I'm trying to be holy, look holy, and act holy and be what God wants me to be. I'm not trying to be in the world and be one thing and be over here and God nothing because I'm going to split on a banana uh, a pillar. I'm going to fall and break. Amen. I'm forgetting. You got to forget. If you used to be certain ways, God wants you to forget that and get better and keep on forgetting. On purpose to say, I don't want to be like that. If I was a liar, I'm not going to continue to be a liar. If I was a, if I stole, I'm not going to continue to so Whatever I did is not right. I don't want it. Amen. I on purpose forgetting it. If I was a bad person, I don't want to be bad no more. Amen. I want to be a good person. I'm forgetting it. I'm doing it on purpose. And you make effort not to do it. Somebody give God a praise. 
forgetting those things which are behind. And, and see, one thing when you're forgetting about the things behind and you don't want that life no more, while you're doing that, you need to be reaching for the things up in front of you. You don't want to just say, I forget that and just do nothing. You want to forget that, but move forward. And say, I'm forgetting those things behind, and I'm reaching, whereas I'm reaching, pushing that behind, I got my other hand reaching out and see what, for the things that God has for me. And you can't reach for something if you don't put, your, put effort out to do it. Amen? Amen. Reaching means to reach out and touch. In other words, reach out and uh, to attain. In other words, you can't sit there and say, for example, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm be a nurse. I want to be a doctor. I want to do it. And don't even try to go to school. Don't do nothing. Nothing for nothing leaves nothing. I want a car, a nice car. I want a nice house. And don't do nothing. How are you going to attain that? You got to go out and do it. That's the way you want, you want God. You got to reach out to God. You can't say, well, I want to be saved. God, you know, help me to be saved. But you don't come to church. God, help me to be saved. You don't pray. God, help me to be saved. You don't do nothing. You got to do extra stuff. Amen. Take more steps. The more God tell you to do, do more of it. Do more of it. Somebody give God a praise. Witness to one soul. Don't let witness to one soul all the days of your life. Find yourself witnessing to a lot of souls. Amen. Glory to God. Somebody give God a praise. The Lord said, if you be ashamed of me, I'm going to be ashamed of you. People don't want to reach out to soul because they want to, amen, blend in with them and do what they do. And they feel like, I don't want to tell them about the Lord because they're going to get offended. Well, if you're on the Lord's side, you don't care about them getting offended anyway. You tell them in love and you, amen, you ain't got to uh, 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 be Worried about your life. I'm one minute from them, and then I'm something else. People that they live two lives, they don't want to tell nobody about the Lord because they with them, them bumping over here with them, and then they doing what they doing over here, and they feel ashamed to say something about the Lord over there. So I don't say nothing. Amen. How many know you got to use whatever God had for you? If you don't use whatever God had for you, you will dry up. When you dry up, you will lose interest. It's like if you don't participate in what God has for you, you're going to lose interest. You're going to lose some ground. Amen. You lose too much ground. For God, he don't want you to go to hell. He'll put you in the belly of the well. Did y'all hear what I said? Because he loves you. He don't want you to lose too much ground. So he'll put you in some, disc allow you to get in some discomfortable places so you can cry out to him. I'd rather go on my own. I'd rather go on my own than be made, amen, to do God's will. Somebody give God a praise. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth until those things are before. And verse 14 said, I press. Pressing is not easy. Some people say, I press to get here tonight. You, ain't, you don't know nothing about pressing. Talking like that. I'm talking about you really, I mean, unless you really, God knows your struggle was real, real great. I'm talking about real great that you didn't cause trouble yourself. See, sometimes the stuff we say we press over, we cause trouble. We the one didn't get our rest. We the one that ran around. We didn't do what God had us do. And we say it was real hard. You made it hard for yourself. I'm talking about, God's talking about you pressing through stuff that you've been pressing through all along. And you giving it all you got all along. It's not your fault. You just up against opposition. Amen? Well, that means you got opposition on this before you, and there's some things you can't do nothing about. But if you can go to bed at night, if you can stop all that running around, if you can seek God, you can do that. You 
just choose not to do that. But if you got some things, you, you're doing all that, but you got opposition on the other side anyway, but you pressing through that. I press. It's not, you're not going to obtain things from God not doing nothing. You want to tame a ministry. You want to tame any of the things of God not doing nothing. Nothing for nothing leaves nothing. No struggle, no effort, you get nothing. There's no sense you get looking over here at somebody else. Oh, they get, they all stirred up and stuff, but they paying a the price for it. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. You might as well, I'm going to tell you, you might as well pay the real price because the devil going to get you anyway. See, the devil don't play fair. He ain't going to say, you know, I'm not going to bother you because, you know, you ain't doing all that praying. You, you, ain't, you ain't doing all that. You, you on my side, so to speak. I ain't going to, no, he, he don't play fair. He going to try to kill you before you wake up and realize where you need to be at. He still won't come against you. He's not your friend. And he's not my friend. And you, that's something you got to know. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. I press forward the mark of the prize the Lord said it's a prize you're going to attain a prize and that prize is eternal life I'd rather wake up one day and I ain't in no hurry to get out of here but I'd rather wake up one day in the arms of Jesus and in heaven than to open up my eyes in a burning hell that I cannot get out of see that's what you got to focus on that's what you got to focus on when the devil tell you it's not worth it, he tell you a little bit of the old small thing. It's not worth it. You don't have uh, this. You don't have that like that person have. Is, is it really worth it for you? He'll, he'll, speak, he'll slip up on you sometime, and those thoughts will come across your mind. You be like, you don't realize why you thought that. Is it really worth it for me going to church? Is it really, really worth it? Sometimes he fights me and speaks to me. You, you pastor, is it you spend your whole life. You, is this word here? You, that, that stuff will come up, slip up on you before you know it. You got to realize who's talking to you. He's not going to tell you is it worthy for you to go to hell. Because if you're not, if we're not doing God's will by being saved and surrendering our will to Him, we're on our way to hell. I ain't going to sit there and lie and say you're on your way to heaven. That would be, somebody said, well, I'm not a bad person. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I'm good at everybody. But if you're not doing God's will, you're not born again, you're still on your way to hell. Yeah. So you might well do something, right? All these people think that they're going to ease up in heaven. I'd rather know that I'm going to heaven than, you know, think I'm not for sure and be surprised and find myself in hell. Right. So you can't change nothing when you, once you get in that place. All your changes goes right here, down here, before you close your eyes and get out of here. You make your calling and election sure way days ahead of time. Way days ahead of time. Being born again. Saving yourself from this untoward generation. Saving yourself. If nobody in my family don't want to be saved, I'm going to save myself. I don't want to go to hell. Don't be crazy and say, oh, we all going to the same place. That's crazy for somebody to think that way. If I know they're not going to a good place, why I want to follow them? So if you don't want to go to the same place where you see a crowd, the Bible says wide is the way to destruction, but narrow is the way to life. And few be that fine. Everybody on that wild, that, that wide road is saying this is all right, that's all right, and, 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 and I got friends and buddy over here. You're on the wrong road. You're on the road to destruction. 
and you can look in, you can look right now, people dropping off that road, and, and people on the straight path. God's pulling people out of here, whether you're on the straight path or whether you're on the on the wide path. God's calling people out of here, out of into eternity. Whether you save or unsaved, when God pull your number up and you say, "Come on, it's time to go," you can't say, "I gotta stay." You can, you don't know when you're going. Somebody give God a praise. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's not worthy for none of us to go to hell over ice cream. Over a little mediocre stuff, so to speak. McDonald's and all that. You know, in the spirit. I'm talking about McDonald's and spirit. I'm, you know, I'm just... You know, a little bit. I'm using that as a little humor because those little bit small things because that's what we, we fall all out. Lord, you ain't gave me a husband or a wife. Lord, you ain't gave me a nice car or nothing like that. Oh, Lord, you have all this stuff we just had fits about. Honey, your soul is more important than a Big Mac. Your soul is more important than a, a husband. Your soul is more important than a wife. I just speak it like it is. Your, your soul is more important than I have nobody. Hey, Lord, I'm alone. Honey, you have your, at least you're safe. Because you can be with people and, and you be backslidden. Somebody give God a praise. They'll take you right out of the church if you don't watch it. Am I preaching today? Amen. Hallelujah. It's time for people to hear an unadulterated word of God. Glory to God. Somebody sent me a text the other day. And called like they were saying, we had anointing service. And the Lord, you know, I said, that's, that's, that's a blessing. The Lord said, send a text back and say, y'all had anointing service. Too. You know, because, uh, you know, I'm just like, they, I, I didn't say we had, I said we had a good time. I didn't say we had no, no service. But I said, we had a good time. Amen. You got to look and see in your own spot. Where, oh, you having a good time. How many of you have a good time in the Lord over here? It's not so much in the bills in the Lord, amen. Amen. The Bible said we're clean through the word. Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word coming out of the mouth of God. It's a reason why you need to go to church. It's a reason why you need to be preached the gospel too. How can they preach unless they how can they hear unless they hear a preach? How can they preach unless they sent by God? That's what keeps your soul safe. You go you, you wake up every morning, don't go to church, don't have God in your life, you're not gonna be saved. You're not gonna live a saved life. You have no instructions. You have no motivations. I found out a long time ago, I used to understand when I first got saved with people, when I was, even when I was little, people was a child, people were talking, you must be saved, you must be saved. I'm thinking, I didn't understand the essence of why you need to be saved, but I understand now. Because if you don't hear something to keep you saved, you're not going to be saved. Because we're clean through the word. You're clean through the word because you won't know right from wrong until you hear the word. You think this ain't no harm and this, that ain't no harm. Then you won't, you won't be knowing what's right or wrong until you hear the word. And you make the decision, do I, am I going to do what the word says or am I not going to do what the word says? If you're going to do what the word says, you will be saved. And if you don't do what the word says, you're going to be lost. You can sit here in church 20 years and be lost if you do none of what you hear. Somebody give God a praise. The Lord is soon to come back and he want to get his church Together, he want to get his church in order. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we can make it. Glory to God. Somebody wave your hand and give God a praise. Glory to God. How many enjoying the word of God? Amen. amen. There's no compromise with the word of God when it's, amen, when it's right. Amen. It'll save you. The Bible says you'll say if the word will help you and it'll help them to hear you. Amen. If the word is not helping you, how is it going to help somebody else? It's not even helping you. 
Or you can save, save and encourage other people and help other people to make it, and you can be lost. You can tell them what the words say. You can explain them to them what the words say and, and all that. But if you don't do apply the same thing that you tell them, then you're going to help them, but you're going to be lost. I don't want to even preach to other people and be a castaway myself. I preach that all the time. I tell the Lord that all the time. Because you really can't help people to make it. And you really can't be a castaway yourself. Somebody give God a break. Because God expects you to do everything you put out for somebody else to do. Amen. You need to be first partakers. In the book of Hebrews, it says in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 2, it says, looking unto Jesus. And I like that part because we can't make this journey, this spiritual journey alone. We got to have someone to look to. And he's looking to him. But whatever your situation, whatever your problem, whatever your struggles is, don't look to a person to fix it for you. You know, maybe sometimes Lord might put in your heart. He may say, "Well, you know, ask this person to pray for you." Something, but just to get elaborate on stuff, it's not good to just elaborate, talk about stuff that ain't going nowhere. Talking about distresses and all that. Let's talk about the solution. Who can help you with the distresses? That's more edifying. Talk about who did you wrong, what they do, and all that. You're just going to be depressed and be down in the dumps. You got to forget about those things. Forget about them. I done had people that did me wrong, offended me. I, had, I, I go through the same thing you go through. But I learned to drop it off just like that real quick. And the older I get, I don't want all that on me. I said, the older I get, I don't want all that on me. I used to try to figure it out, figure it in, all that. Right now, I said, uh-uh, uh-uh. I, I don't want to think about stuff too long. I don't want nothing taking my energy. I don't want nothing getting up in the morning worrying about nothing. So if I drop it, I won't have to worry about it. How you say drop it? Lord, I take, would you take this? Talk to the Lord about everything. Lord, this person did me wrong. Lord, this person did hurt my feelings. Go tell God about it. Don't tell 10 people about it. Tell God about it. And say, Lord, created me a clean heart. Now, you can't be mean and hateful and evil and hard to get along and get them back. Because while you're getting back, God's going to let you handle your business. You got to back up and say, Lord, I sure would like to get them back. I even like slapping them if I could. Because, Lord, I, I ask you to take this out of my mind. I got a wrong spirit, a wrong mind. And I know if you say give it to you, I got to give you all my thoughts and all that too. You're no better than they are if you think I'm getting back with them. So you got to say, Lord, help me. It's a struggle sometimes. I remember there's times I there's times I've been through been stuff not through a lot. Sometimes people can rip your head off. And your head you be natural, still standing, but your head's gone. You know what I'm saying? Anybody know what I'm saying? I said, did you hear what I said? You can't preach this well as you've been. I'd have had my head ripped off. Somebody I'd have had my, been told off and told in and told and stripped and left for dead. In the spirit. <laughs> You know, when I get when I get away from it, I said, Lord, they sure did beat me down. I sure got beat up. I'm bleeding now. Y'all think I'm that might think I'm I know it's funny. You think I'm I'm serious. I tell the Lord, especially if I I said, Lord, and I just sucked it up, I just got beat up. I got pow, pow, pow. And I said, Lord, I need you to help me. It ain't that I'm scared. I don't want to lose out with you. I need you to handle my business and help me not to hate them. Am I preaching today? You got to pray right then and there. Stop it at the roof. Don't go five. Don't go two seconds or nothing. Because you're going to feel something up in you. <laughs> and every time, God will work it out. People
people don't always come back and apologize. They may say, so sometimes people don't even know what they say. That's why people talk too much. They don't know what they, they don't know if they're ripping somebody apart or not. Some people, that's, a, that's the way they start their lifestyle. They don't know what they don't mean. To, sometimes, sometimes people don't mean to really hurt you. They're just the way they are. In some kind of way, God will bring it around here, bring it around. And he says, stand still. And the same people, they'll start talking to you like they, they ain't said nothing, did nothing. And you repent. I mean, you, I mean, you ask God to keep your heart and stuff so you don't hate them when they come back. Because they come back, you, you're going to say, uh-uh, you ain't getting up on me. I can't stand you. you. But if your heart's right, you see them, they reach out to you. But some, this is a generation that people don't say, I'm sorry. I've learned, I've seen that in this generation. Way back in the day, somebody hurt you or anything. They say, honey, if I did anything, which sometimes they knew they did something anyway. They always say, if I did anything. Yeah, they know they did something. If I did anything, you know you did something. Because when well, you say, if I did anything, why would you say that if you didn't think you did nothing? You lying. Won't you just say, I did that. I'm sorry for being this way. People don't say that. But it's got real worse now. People can rip your head off and, and, and come back to you and, how are you doing today? And you seem to be thinking about my head got several off the other day. And so I tell the Lord they're bipolar, Lord. And I tell him, Lord, help, <laughs> help me that I don't get that same conviction. The Holy Ghost is, will convict you. You know if you've done something wrong, people, they're too proud. I ain't going to say I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a woman. I'm a man. I ain't going to say I'm sorry. Well, keep on doing like that. God going to let somebody do you even worse. I mean, this is the generation that's crazy today. Amen. But you still got to do it God's way. Amen. The devil say, take this and do this. Uh, whatever. He'll tell you to get back with people. God wants you to stay the way he wants you to stay. The only way you can do that is stay prayerful. Because I'm telling you, there's nothing nice in your flesh or my flesh. We got the kind of flesh down here. That if you get with us, we're going to get with you back. Some people, amen, even some people real bad off. They, get, they, they fly off in two seconds. Some people take stuff for a while. I don't know which one is worse. Fly off in two seconds or take it for a while. If you take it for a while, you're going to really go off. When you go off, you ain't gonna, it's still not a land of never returning. Let's God help you. It's like, I'm going to get you for old and new. Am I preaching today? Don't go there. Get it off of you right now. That's why I say I can't handle that. If you can't handle a little bit of stuff, you let it go for several, several weeks, honey. You're going to be frozen like this. You're going to have a hard heart. You're going to be evil. <laughs> Somebody give God a praise. Sister Betty, you're laughing at me over there every preacher today. <laughs> yes, Lord. Somebody give God a praise. That's the only way you can do is help people tell them like it is. I ain't been on this earth 30 some years to be not known. God has taught me some things and yet teaching me. Amen. You got short patience. You got, you got ir irritations and stuff. God know all about your irritations, your pet peeves and stuff like that. You don't, can't expect people to do things your way. We live in, this, in a world that everybody do what they want to do. People are not going to do things the way you want them to do. You will, you will die trying if you try to make them. They're not going to do it. If there's a spouse, they're not going to do everything you do. You're not going to do everything. That's what people need to know if they won't get married or not. And since you get married, say, Lord, I can't handle it. You know what I'm saying? I've been in some situations in my life. 
I would find myself praying a lot of times. That's why I could talk about stuff because I've been through. Lord, I'm just not happy with this. Oh, I'm just happy with that. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I never asked the Lord for a divorce. I never asked the Lord to be separated. But I looked up one day and see myself was separated and divorced. I didn't do it. Person walked out of my life. I didn't do it. Person not even here no more. I'm not that I wished them away, but they're not even here no more. I thank God for I'm still here. And I got my right mind. And I wasn't a pastor then. But God has did some great things in my life. God will move you on to greater. Somebody give God a praise. Glory to God. God will take those things that the devil was intended to wipe you out with. And if you stay with God, honey, he'll help you get through every, uh, 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 everything you don't went through. And make you great in him. Somebody give God praise. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. I was telling the Lord the other day. I said, Lord, you take care of me so well. And I'm not a more a very materialistic person. I do like to go shopping, though. Y'all hear me say that all the time. But I just like I, I, I you know, a lot of my stuff I got this old, not, not, not new, or nothing like that. But I just, I, I'd like to do stuff like that. I don't have a whole lot of recreation in my life, but that's one of the things that I like to do. Amen. Glory to God. But God has been so good to me. Amen. I'm not dependent upon no one but God. I love both of my sons. They do whatever they can do for me. The saints do whatever they do for me. But there's times there's nobody but me and God. I have nobody there. And I've learned to depend on him. And you can't go wrong by depending on the Lord. I tell you, you keep your right mind. You keep peace. Sometimes we want all these other things around us. And we about crazy. Everybody drive us crazy. Which one do you want? The, the craziness or you want God? Glory to God. Somebody give God a praise. I believe I'm about done. Glory to God. A new year, a new me. You have to make that decision. Don't tell it to the other people what you're going to do. Just do it. Because you, 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 if you do that, you're going to feel obligated. Then you're going to get frustrated. I told these people I'm going to change. I told these people I'm going to do it. And then you see yourself, amen, still not getting ahead. You're going to feel bad. I got to do it because I told them, don't just tell nobody nothing. Let's do it. I don't make no New Year's resolution. I never make one. Because you don't know which way. You might have a, a mind. I'm going to do it this way. God might have a, a mind. He might have to take. He, he has another way that he won't take you that way. And you don't know nothing about that way. So see through the process. That's where the harsh, hardest part is. The process is joy. The process is the hardest part. Part. God speaks to us. He tells us the beginning from the ending, but we, we don't tell us all about the in betweens. So the process is the hardest part. We know about we want to be saved. We know about that God said we'd be saved. We're going to heaven, but we don't know what we're gonna go through before we get to heaven. The process. You don't know if you're gonna have to walk a lonely road. You don't know what you that this one gonna turn their back on. You don't know something because he told you ahead of things you would turn around and run the other way from the beginning, and you'd be lost. But you gotta take one day at a time and let him take and lead you and guide you. God is Amen. He's a keeper. I don't care what you go through in life that you thought of think it will wash you out. If you hold on to God, He will not let you go under. Amen. I said he will not let you go on. I've been hurt. I've been in relationships. I've been hurt. I've been different. I've been in a lot of relationships, but I've been, I've had the disappointment here, and I've had disappointment that, that I didn't have anything to do with a relationship. I've had church hurts. I've had a lot of things that I went through, but I'm still here, and God is mature. He'll take those things and make you strong, and He'll take those things and, and let you see you can do all things through Him that strengthens you. And he will really let you know where your help comes from. It don't come from all these people and things. You can have family. 
And you have family. I have family. We all have family. But you can't get so close knitted to your family because as soon as they do something different, they're going to hurt your feelings. Your children, you love your children dearly. You love your, your spouse and everything. You can't get so caught up where I can't live or breathe without them and I'm going to die. Don't think like that. Think about God as the, the first one in my life. He's ahead of my life. And everything else falls underneath him. So if I go under, I won't be going under because he's, he's got my whole foundation. Somebody give God a praise. He's my foundation. So if I don't care when the devil says over with, it will not be over till he says over with. He got my foundation. Somebody say he got my foundation. Somebody give God a praise. If you give him yourself, he'll have work out. He'll have your foundation. He'll have control of everything. When you don't know what to do, there's situations I pray about. I said, Lord, I don't know what to do about this. I don't know what to do about that. Some things you've gone through, there's some deliverance you get right there. Like that. You see what I'm saying? When I'm saying deliver, when you pray to the Lord about stuff, sometimes you see answers to prayers right there. And then there's some things in your life you, you see, you've been praying about and it look like they're on stuck or something. You don't see nothing moving. And when you don't see nothing moving, the devil says it's not going to move either. He tells you, you might as well forget it. Why do you keep doing that? Just forget it. But the devil is a liar. You just got to know what God has said to you. If God has told you something, God is not a liar. The devil's a liar. But God is doing a work in you first. And bring that forth. Hot tub of whole shire. What he says. Somebody give God a praise. Come on, stand to your feet and reach out and praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for the word. Come on, as you draw your mind in. Close your eyes.